is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. Maybe. <laughs> We're live. We're live. We're live. Okay, welcome everybody to Schaefer Baseball Report. Show number one million two nine thousand five fifty two. We got a lot of shows. Yeah. This is a this is a show a lot. Um, Ray Special Torres back in the house. Andrew Wintel Zyke, and a special guest, great friend, and uh, one of the best coaches in the game out there. Uh, Trent Mongero sitting here with us today, and we got a camp going off tomorrow. Here, we're excited. We sold that out in what two days, Andrew? Three, two days. <laughs> 72 hours that's because we started late at night that's what it would have been done but yeah we sold it out quickly um you know we're excited about that we, we're going to do more of this we'll do another one in the uh summer. in the summer and then uh you know we'll start to figure some things out i do have ideas in terms of uh an entire coach's clinic doing something here That'd at be the great. tuck or somewhere in charlotte yeah um and as you throw that out there watch all these other people scramble and try and do it but you yeah. won't pull it off <laughs> <laughs> all right um so yeah so the bigger things like that you know in the picture you know you know obviously you spring um you know there's so many there's so many good coaches out there there's not a lot of great coaches out there right everybody kind of picks and chooses but which you know what you and native put together is 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 pretty phenomenal and Dylan, who we talk about all the time uh, on the show, is my son. That's a 2023 um, committed to UNCW, uh, where your son's at. Tabor's the starting shortstop there, and um, he's the gauge for me. You know, I, I've never, and we've had this conversation. You and I, I've never let anybody put their hands defensively on my kids. Offensively, sure, I've had Alan Cockrell talk to him, Ross Glode. You know, I had some you know guys that were much better than I was as a hitter, and let them you know let them work with with my son offensively but never defensively but so dylan went down to the camp in in brunswick and uh and i wasn't there i was uh where were we you went to florida we were yeah probably down with my granddaughter which that's um that's excusable (laughs) Uh, and um you know i asked him when he was heading home because he drove down himself and thank you for you know putting him up and and staying with him and um and then drove back um and i asked him what was it like and he's like dude i want to do it again you know so that you know it's not uh, it's not your typical thing. So give us a little overview of what's going to happen tomorrow and Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a very unique event. Um, yeah, a little closer to the mic. Yeah. Very unique event. Basically, uh, it has nothing to do with ground ball reps. And everybody thinks, they're gonna, you know, what are you going to do for two days in an infield camp if you don't take ground ball reps? It's really the mental and physical training that goes into it. Um, technique, drills, mindset, approach as a fielder. Uh, the the little things. So typically the guys take notes. Um, everything they do, they come back and it's like a little skull session. And they take notes. They average six to nine pages of notes for the weekend. Um, and that's stuff that they can take with them. And um, it's been going great. I mean, we both know that infield play is one of the neglected areas of, of teaching. It's hitting lessons, pitching lessons, you know, and very few people are really diving in to the in-depth, um, the nitty-gritty when it comes to infield play shape. Yeah, catches also, right? Oh, I was going to just—that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. I was going to say you defensive know. overall. I mean, a lot of guys skip that, right? Everybody wants to work on hitting yeah. and then pitching and trying to, you know, but everybody just skips the buck on defensive play yeah. because. It, and that's the thing where you know what's going to hurt the team at the end of the day if you don't if you're not a good defensive player. 
but a good hitter, you're going to play the first five or six innings. But when the game gets down to the, you're going to get taken out because you're a liability out there. Yeah. And, yeah. No, no, I want to build on that because it's a great point. Really. We talk about, you know, your glove allows your bat to play. Exactly. Um, you know, if you're not uh, getting off to a great start offensively, but you're a solid rock, you know, behind the plate or in the middle, mm-hmm. um, there's a really good chance you can extend that opportunity to get more offense till you find your bat. Yeah. Um, because you got to be strong up the middle, and we all know that pitching and defense. I mean, how often do you hear that? So we hear pitching and defense, and then everybody works on the pitching, but they don't work yep. on the defense. It makes zero sense. And it's amazing. I was blessed to have some good infield coaches, and, you know, of course, Nate and I, and, and he's tremendous at what he does. And I, I've been a student of the game for 30 years for infield play, and um, it's it just works. What we do works. And people uh, – it, they buy in yep. and they work extremely hard at camp and we've just had a, a really good time with it and a great feedback. So we're going to continue to roll with it and continue to build and refine what we do. But, uh, you know, yeah. The high, at the higher levels, they say pitching catch pitching and defense wins championships, yep. right? At the, at the lower levels, the, you know, the, the travel showcase high school <clears throat> level, and even some at the college level, pitching and defense is the one that loses the most games. Oh yeah. You know, you're not prepared. You know, you know. I mean, these pitchers aren't big league guys. They're not pro guys. They're not pounding the zone. They're not multi pitch guys. They're not. Yeah. You know. You know, keeping runs to a minimum, and most of the runs that come in our games, you know, on the showcase side, are for are, mistakes. Yeah, and there's a lot of runs. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of runs because of that. Um, you know, so I mean, there's areas in the game that that are neglected. You know, it's the sexy thing is to throw the ball and hit the ball. Yep. That's the sexy, right? The base running isn't sexy. Mm-mm. To me, defense has always been sexy. You know, mm-hmm. maybe because I excelled at it and I'm like, okay, I can this is this is my separator. Right. Well, you're a baseball yeah. guy too. So like true baseball people love defense. Yeah. They they like the one nothing games, right? Yeah. But your typical person that's not a baseball person wanna see 10-9 games. They wanna see they don't care about, you know what I mean, uh, uh no hitter. Sure. Yeah. Right. How many times you hear a guy say, you know, we get excited when there's a no hitter. We see on the, on the screen. Yeah. Pitches that, yeah right. Yeah, we, we're turning on and we'll watch it just, just to see it happen. But a lot of guys like, man, that was boring. Nothing happened. Like what? Right, the right. guy just <laughs> threw a no hitter. But I think you just hit on something before that coaches, a coach's infill clinic. Right. Where teach a coach how to how to how to do a proper infield. Right. Because yeah. like a lot of times in the youth level right now, what we see with coaches, they're hit. Three ground balls to third baseman, three ground balls to shortstop, three to second, three to first, few fly balls, and that's done with infield practice in a practice, right? I mean, and you guys all know a good infield practice is four-way, right? You got four guys hitting ground balls, and you're getting 50, 60 ground balls before you even go into I.O. Yeah. And, I mean, guys don't do that no more, right? right. I mean, of course, you don't have the manpower to do a four-way infield. but Yeah, fungal, man. Yeah. You have a fucking man. And, oh, yeah. you know, the thing is you can be creative and we talk about this. So you have the physical aspect of fielding the mechanics and developing the mechanics. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the drill work, but the situational awareness and the baseball IQ is a whole nother element. That's, that's missing. A, yeah. So you see guys, you know, we come across them. We go, man, actions are off the charts. Yep. I mean, his feet, his hands. But doesn't then you put him in a game. game oh, and he they doesn't don't know how to play the game. Doesn't know where to be, when, yeah. how, you know. Yeah. He doesn't so, understand. So you're so you traveling all around the country and you're seeing guys all different levels, right? Are you finding guys now are more showcase ready as far as like like going into a showcase? Because you know in a showcase you get five ground balls, one at you, one backhand, one up the middle, you know, charging. Are guys training for that or guys are training where where 
you find in the guys no longer training where the aspects of it, like turning to pinch the middle, like, you know what I mean? What am I throwing off my back foot and my feet? Social yeah. Media. yeah. I mean, they training for yeah. their pop, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're trying to training for all that stuff yeah. instead of training to be a good infielder. Yeah, no, no, there's no doubt. I think that, you know, that is where people are putting their focus is on being able to show well at a, a showcase. showcase. Yeah. Okay. But you, everything else you just touched on one is not being taught. If it is being taught, it's not being trained. It's not being reinforced, you know, and then you have the work that we call it the work before you work. It's, we call it hustle while you wait. Yeah. I mean, it's what you do at your house. It's what you do before practice. It's what you yeah. do when you show up early. Coach says, hey, you got to be here an hour before on a showcase. Right. Mm -hmm. Usually travel teams have to be there an hour ahead of time. You got to be there hour 45, two hours. Now you're jumping rope. Now you're doing wall ball. You're doing some drill work. You got yeah. a little routine. See, that's and, and you know. all, that, all that stuff, no doubt, unbelievable, right? I mean, developing the skill set. I used to walk around, put quarters on my on my elbow and do that all yeah. night or walk around the ball. I did. I, I was wow. Just, that's, right? I, I mean, wow. I that's... always had a ball in my hand. I was always doing something, right? So I was, I was always <clears throat> developing my skill set and didn't even realize it. I was just having fun. I just see how many quarters I can stack up and get. And, yeah. You know, but that was quickness. I was, you know, eye hand. The piece that's missing to me, the biggest piece of all this, and we're talking about the showcase player versus the baseball player yeah. there's two different guys of course is we grew up playing against each other mm -hmm. right you grew up in you know brooklyn i grew up in long island yeah. you know when you got home from school you weren't getting in a car and your parents were driving oh, you God, to this yeah. practice and mm -hmm. you know and you paid for all this you know all this stuff <laughs> you were going in the street yeah you know and you were playing you would pick up game and you were playing in the street and you learned instincts so instincts is to me is the biggest piece that's missing in the game mm -hmm. where to be on the field how to take advantage of situations because Who's better to take advantage of than your buddy? And competitive, you know, and, and right? be a competitor, I mean, you like you know, and be a competitor because you know bragging rights got to go on yeah. every single day in front of this guy, not like play that guy down the street. No. And I don't see him for a while. And the other thing we used to joke about is like travel baseball was just for go to the next neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, we weren't we were going to like Florida, no. and Georgia, and all these other things. You and, wanted their rights to say what town yeah. was better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if you go into the next town, like we take pride and we're going to beat you. Right, the competitive nature, and like I'd you... much rather beat my buddy than the guy down yeah. the street. Yeah, so like that's the thing. You I, go outside and play your buddies, yeah, or play yeah. the kids on the next corner, or whatever the case may yeah. be. And if you wasn't good, and if you didn't really take pride in like winning or wanted to win, you just couldn't go outside and hang out with those guys, right? You were just in the <laughs> and house. Nobody's and, picking. You and nobody's you. picking you, right? Yeah, it's like you got hurt. You were like, "Hey, bring some ice out here." <laughs> got hurt. What, what are you yeah. talking about? It's, funny. Just... It, it's it's grit, right? And when we go to, to USA and carry, which team has the most grit out of anyone there? The which Northeast. Region? Exactly. Yeah, no doubt yeah. about it. They do. No, and they're, they're the most, but they're not the most talented. No, no, no. They're not the most talented. Well, well they, they are the most no, they're most talented. talented. Not getting the best they're not talent. the most. They don't have the organizational the as far as the team yeah. concept. They're they're very very talented. Yeah. They're funny as hell. And I mean, oh, it's, it's, it's a. It's, I mean, that's. It's, it's, I, I mean, I coach the team every year yeah. because it's the most fun to coach. Listen, man, the personalities. If we just collected the gold rings and the necklaces and stuff like that, we'd we're done. <laughs> we retire. Huh? We got <laughs> earrings. We got dyed hair. We got everything. But there, the personalities. Are oh my god! Phenomenal in yes. the dugout. It, it it is it is a lot of fun. But yeah, there's, I mean, we because I, I do. That's you know one of the things that we're going to talk about is, is the travel showcase circuit when we get down to this. Yeah, but you know, there, there's an elephant in the room right now, and it's the Hall of Fame. Oh, and it's, oh. so so here's the interesting part. I mean, I so as soon as it all went down, as soon as it all went down, I, I called a buddy of mine that was uh, a sports writer in the Seattle Times, Jim Street, for years, and he became a very good friend. How many how many players become friends with, you know, with writers? Not very many. And he held a vote at one point. Now, people have to remember with the Hall of Fame, two things, right? The writers select and the Hall of Fame isn't owned by MLB. It's owned by a family. 
Oh really? Oh yeah. It has nothing to do with MLB. Oh wow. It's, yeah. Look at look at the look at all the logos and things like that. Major League Baseball has nothing to do with these guys being selected. So when everybody wants to jump on MLB, like you screwed it up, you do whatever, it didn't come that way. The people, the family that owns it in Cooperstown, they set the rules. You know, there's character involved. There's you know you know. And then, listen, we all know there's guys in the hall that had you know mm-hmm. bad lives and were bad people. But you know they have they have this you know this this strict guideline along the way, um, so now that so now that you know the announcement gets made, and I call I call my buddy up and I said you know right away boom Jim what do you think and he said to me, um, would, would have you voted for him? So I'm going to leave that on the table, right? My answer <laughs> and all that I'm gonna, because we're going to get to that. Yeah. Okay, what if you have voted for him? Now voted for who are we talking about bonds? I mean, what are you talking about? Any of them? Oh, any of them? Okay, any of them? Gotcha. What have you voted for? Any of them? Yeah, right. Okay. So, you know, now you go through the thing and, you know, we know the ones that I got left out. Yeah. You know, we know, we know, we know Bonds is out. Clemens. Okay. We know Clemens is out. We know why. Right. Mm-hmm. Or the, the assumption of, you know, of, of yeah. performance enhancing drugs. We know Schilling's out because, you know, that's a personality thing. And these writers are, you know, they're yeah. human beings. And if you don't treat them right, same way. Kent's out for the same reason. Okay. Because Ken had, Ken had Ryan Sandberg numbers. You know, or better, home run wise and stuff like that. I mean, the guy was—I mean, he yeah. produced. He was—he was—he's got Hall of Fame numbers. Oh yeah. Okay. Then you, uh, then you got David Ortiz. Well, so that's... what category does he fall into? What bucket does he fall into? There's so many things to talk about there on that one, right? So, like, how does mm-hmm. a? I mean, listen, congratulations, David Ortiz. We can't take nothing away. I mean, he's a, he's a it's a phenomenal player. But first ballot, first pick for DH. Right. Let's forget about. I mean, yeah. the PDs is going to be the next topic we're going to talk about. Yeah. But DH, mm-hmm. compare Fred McGriff to David Otiers. How does not how how Fred doesn't get in and David gets in on the first pick? Uh, I mean, who, who doesn't get in? Fred McGriff. Oh, Fred McGriff should have been in on this first that's, on the first. No, pick. no, that, that's first what I'm saying. Round. And now he's not even going to get in. He's boxed. He's boxed. But you know? but but David Otiers as a DH gets selected. I mean, yeah. like I said, great for him. I'm you know what I mean. There's no hate here, but there's so many question marks. Well, Boston hasn't had a Hall of Famer but since Boggs. Good question. So now, you know, yeah. you gotta you got you know start going down the list. Yeah. You know, who we get who we gonna throw in here. Yeah. Hey, listen, regardless, okay, Barry Bonds, one of the best players I saw at twenty years old in my life. Oh, right? yeah. Between him and Griffey, I couldn't tell yeah. you the difference. They were both off the charts. Saw him in spring training. All right. Skinny little kid, bat speed, cockiness, you know, run everything down. You know, just knew, just you know, grew up in the big leagues, right? Mm-hmm. Just like Griffey did. These two yeah. guys grew up in big league clubhouses with pretty good, yeah, fathers that played the game <laughs> and around some pretty good talent, right? Yeah. So, can never take that away from him. Great player, Clemens. Most competitive. I mean, listen. Once he left, but he was fading in Boston. Goes to Toronto, and all of a sudden he's Cy Young. Seven of them. Yeah. Great player. Okay. Great player. Schilling. I mean, he was he was a go-to guy for years, for years and years and years and years, a go-to guy. Yeah, I mean, you co-MVP know. in the World Series with Randy Johnson, Marlins. You know, the Marlins. Yep. You know, I mean, I mean, he did he did everything he was supposed to do in the big leagues. Kent did everything he was supposed to do in the big leagues. So, mm-hmm. do you guys think there should be a standard to get into the Hall of Fame? Should there be there like is a, a standard? What do you mean standard of numbers? Yeah, number wise, like it it, it 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 is subjective yeah, to a degree. The numbers are going to get you the attention. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot more to it than, uh, you know, than just statistics. Should there be like a minimum, say like 
350 home runs. I don't I, honestly I think what they should take out of their selection process is like personality, right? If yeah. you like a guy or not. Yeah. It should just be based on performance. Hey, Ty Cobb's in there. He was he was the biggest dick out there, right? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame, but there's a lot of guys that should be in the Hall of Fame, like Fred McGriff, that were clean. Yeah. yeah. That didn't get into the Hall of Fame. So if you want to ask not only me, that had nothing in steroids wouldn't have impacted my career one way or another. I never would have got to the Hall of Fame. I'm, you know, I'm struggling to get a hundred games in, either pinch running or defensively a year, right? Just because I want my incentive. Right. You gotta sneak you know? it, you gotta sneak in, in the last play. So so there's a slew of guys that did or didn't. Okay. There's there's a number of guys that didn't that should be in the Hall of Fame that aren't. Okay. Then you put Ortiz in there right off the get-go. That's not right, dude. No, it's not. Not right. Because but, you sat on this high horse for the past 10 years of why Clemens and Bond can't get in. Well, he's in the media now. He's a he's a public figure now. He's yes. you know, he's, he's a part, fan favorite. He, no, he's part of their yeah, crew now. Absolutely. So now it's a different story. Like we're gonna vote for one of our own. Here's the other piece. What do you do with A-Rod? I mean, just, you gotta vote him in if you voted David O'Tears. So Trent and I had this conversation yesterday. You know, we had we had this we had this conversation on the phone. And if you're gonna if you're gonna do this, you're not gonna put those guys in now. You're gonna put in Shoeless Joe Jackson. Oh, no doubt. And Pete you're gonna Rose. put in Pete Rose. Absolutely. Okay. And you know, there's we've talked about it. Pete Rose. I, I I say you put Pete Rose in. You made the Hall of Fame. You're a goat. Okay. Just, just, Nobody's gonna have yeah. four thousand two hundred and fifty six hits ever again in this game. Yeah. It's never gonna happen. It's done. Right. That, that you can put that one in the box. Nobody's gonna play fifty six. I mean, have a fifty six game hitting streak. And Kyle Ripken's is never going to be broken. And Kyle Ripken. So there's, you know, the three that we talked about. There's three numbers out there that are just not going to happen. The other number that's going to become almost alien is 300 wins as a starter. Mm. Well, I mean, the way they got everything set up right sure, now, you got right. a you got a starter, you got a right. middle guy, you got a right. a guy for the middle guy, and then right. you got a setup guy, then right. you got a closer. Right. <laughs> so, you know, you can ask a number of different people, and all the people that are popping off on social media right now, like you know. F Major League Baseball and, you know, this is the biggest travesty ever and whatever. Listen, dude, you chose to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fred McGriff didn't choose to do that. Yeah. And Fred McGriff should be in the Hall of Fame. What if Fred McGriff did that? You're going to put him in the Hall of Fame because he hit another home run, 800 home run. I mean, uh, another 100 home runs. Yeah. What if Pete Rose, what if Pete Rose was on steroids? How many of those 4,256 hits would have been bombs, doubles, triples, yeah. slugger percentage off the charts? Okay, right. So you're going that you're going down this road, like you know. I, I again, I, here's my choice. Okay, and I'm gonna let you know. when I said this yesterday, and Trent was like, "Well, you know, you you, you sticking to that?" I'm like, yeah, I'm sticking to this. I wouldn't have voted for any of them. Not a single one of the guys that were PED. Not 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 one of them. If you're gonna stick to that form, if you're right. gonna stick to it, right. None of them should get in. Right. If you're gonna stick to it, I totally agree. Yeah. If you're gonna stick to it, but I would if have, you let one in, I would have voted for Schilling. To get in ahead of all those guys yeah i would have i mean because you want to take the personality out the personality doesn't change how you play on the field no, right? no. it's not enhancing i want to anything. play behind that guy game it's seven of the world series that's the guy i want on the mound i you know we we i i've played with I'm, i was one I, you know you're i'm an ass man i mean I, listen i play Still like are. i play like <laughs> i know no doubt said, about it. I got, my, said my, my wife did. said that to me five times this morning like, way to go man they're like yeah you're only five today <laughs> like, it's a good day for me you know but you know i the personalities at that level are different yeah okay these are the greatest in the world right mm -hmm. i just happen to like 
slide in the back door and hang out, you know, yeah. somewhere in there for five years. But, you know, you get around, I mean, I get around guys like Jeffrey Leonard, right? Like just staunch, one of the best baseball minds I've ever been around, you know, almost, you know, militant looking, right? Scary. You know, you take that field against him, man. I don't, he's, he's, it's his world, yeah. right? Now he may not be having the best career at that time, you know, he, but he did. Um, you know, I played with, you know, guys like Omar, Mas Omar Vizquel. I mean, cocky, cocky, right? But produced. But is it cocky if you can back it up? No, it's confidence uh -huh. then, right? But, you know, <laughs> I mean, wait, there, there, listen, there's cocky. Listen, up, is no, it cocky? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, was, I was, you know, he was cocky in a fun kind of way. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah maybe it was a level of confidence. But then you've been around cocky. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, you know, you want to get slapped around. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I, I may get blown up, whatever. I don't, you know, I really don't care. I would not have voted for anyone because I chose not to. Mm -hmm. Right now, again, it wouldn't have mattered if I did or I didn't. Mm -hmm. I might have got more time on the selfish side for me, you know, another year in the, in, in the big league, something like that, because I was physically still prepared to do it. I know what um, you would have doubled on, though. You would have doubled on fights. Dude, I would have walked. Been, I, 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 would, I would have spray painted my uniform on that. Yeah. Roy yeah. Rage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Roy. There's no Hall of Fame for yeah. that one. No so, 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 okay, so. See, I, I, I'm on the opposite side. I, I mean, I think they put their numbers up, and I think they did it in an era. I think there should be a, a part of the Hall of Fame that says, hey, steroid era, right? Yeah. Like, you know, this is the guys that, you know, allegedly, whatever, this is their numbers and this time of day. So, I mean, they still put, did it. At the end of the day, no matter how many roids you could be on, you still got to hit the ball. Okay. I mean, you got to produce. So Barry Bonds, before he went on the juice, he had I mean, he was he going through the Hall of Fame. Crazy numbers, yeah. Right? No mm -hmm. doubt about it. David Ortiz, I don't know when he did it or how long he did it or whatever. You know, I he had positive negative tests. They say, yeah, yeah. yes, some came back positive, some came back negative in the same time frame. So, kind of, you know, does it negate each other? Is it, yeah. you know, um, he's 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 definite, uh, definite out. There's no doubt Clemens did it. There's no doubt, right? I mean, that's fine. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. And, and 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 in a way, you know, in some of these hearings, I mean, he's he's admitted it. Mm -hmm. You know that. You know, Rafael Bond, Bond, Bonds admitted taking something. He just thought it was, you yeah, know, a cream. a cream or, yeah. you know. So but again, it wasn't illegal then. I mean, it no, wasn't illegal. That's the other point. It wasn't so, illegal. So until 2004. This is what we were talking about. This is what, you know. So when this was all going down, as players that didn't, we knew. Yeah, of course. Who was, right? Yeah. And we made it clear. Like, no, man, not in. Not doing it. Why are you doing it? And the word and the, the, the stock answer was, it's not illegal. You're right. It's yep. not illegal. I just choose not to do it. You yeah. know? And so here's what bothers me about it. And it's not anything to do because I ever thought I had a chance to go to the Hall of Fame because I told you guys it was never going to happen. But what I would have liked is another year or two. Oh, yeah. Right? Service so time, there yeah. were guys that were healing better, faster. I was in my 30s. You know, my body was beat up, you know. Um, well, that's the thing. I mean, and you could, and you guys definitely can speak on it, right? Where a lot of people think, oh, you're taking steroids. You're going to make, it's going to make you a better hitter. It's going to make you faster. It's going to make you throw harder. No. I mean, listen, mm -hmm. what it does is it helps you recover because flying from Seattle to New York, then New York to Tampa, then Tampa yeah. to Texas, then back to Boston. I mean, we're businessmen now and just going on one trip. We'll get back home and we're like, I'm exhausted. I'm oh, tired. It's room with him for a week. Oh, you like, yeah, never want to go on the road ever again. But I mean, so, so he, enjoyed they, it. he enjoyed it. So they were doing a lot of stuff for recovery so they could perform at 705 every yeah. night. I mean, that's my, my, my take on it, right? I mean, so, and also to help. We got and we need your input on this, Trent, because you're sitting here just listening. Yeah, Trent, Trent's listening like, to like, hey, you know, like, what's going on? Between you, you, you just jump in. You just jump in. My neck's getting sore. It never, it never, 
steroids will not make you a better hitter. No. It'll, it'll create greater greater power. It's not going to enhance your eye-hand coordination. No. Strength may increase your bat speed a little bit, but you still have to hit the baseball. Yep. Right? And the other thing is, you know, yeah, it'll it'll help you heal, but on some parts, it'll break you down. Yes. Give you, you know, more injury. Get yeah, you tighter. I mean, it's your, yeah. your body's change. You're carrying weight or strength or things like that, that 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 nature said you're not supposed to have. Absolutely. And it, you know, it, it changes things. So on my end, no, I'm not happy with it. Wow. I don't, I don't, I, I wouldn't want him in there. I don't want A Rod ever even considered to be in there. You know, I mean, these are guys because you know what? Again, it's it's like anybody else's job, right? So you you know, you you're doing this, you're doing this job, but somebody's cheating on this job. You're 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 building houses, right? Yeah. And they're cutting corners and they're cheating, and you know it, but you can't <laughs> prove it, right? Yeah. You can't prove it right away, but you know it's gonna happen, and that guy keeps getting the work and getting yeah. the work, and you're not. Yeah, that's true. You know. So it's one one here. You get a tiebreaker. No, what? I won. <laughs> no, it's what no, it's it's one one. All right, all right. Well, I don't know that I'm gonna settle the tie, but because I I, I really understand both perspectives and i and i've changed my really have kind of changed my stance over the years now i'm a former professional player but i got like a smidget in the minor leagues and you know it was the era that that was going on Mm -hmm. and i could have partaken and i chose not to um so maybe it gives me a little more of a boost but you know as i've grown up um part of it is just getting a little softer a little more forgiveness um and i do think that the rose and shoeless scenario or and we're talking about two different like scenarios here. yeah we're talking about the, the steroid and we're talking about the betting yeah um but they kind of get pulled in and, and i made this post on my winning baseball facebook page like two days ago and i'll make a, a a really good post about infield play or put a drill and it goes pretty well i made this post <laughs> and it's gone like bazonkers i'm telling you like it's gone crazy and i said something along the lines that of course, Shave cleared me up on this, but I said MLB, but maybe it's maybe maybe it's the family or whoever's mm-hmm. running that thing. I said they need to have an induction, special induction ceremony for Shoeless Joe, Pete Rose, you know, Clemens and Bonds. I said it'd be the most attended and celebrated, oh, yeah. you know, Hall of Fame ever. And of course, that set the fire. You know, I just poured the gas and it just what, know, what was some of the what was some of the oh, comments? No. So yeah, like it was the majority are actually kind of in favor i like it know? yeah i like that and, they, and then of course you got the guys saying no way <laughs> but you know i have i have issues because it's like i have issues too yeah you got yeah. issues i got a lot of issues <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're humans we have issues and that kind of goes to these same guys and I, my so i'm kind of like where do we draw the line because there's guys in there that if let's say it was right like at the middle of the ped epidemic in the major leagues before all the serious testing right. or anything was going and that person retires during yeah. that time and they're yeah. hall of fame caliber yeah they're like yep i got through boom i'm in right you know and now they're in and nobody even knows mm-hmm. you know but you have the best you know is he the best most say yes he's got to be top two three bonds you know in the history top three of for hitter, right? yeah okay yeah so you got the okay. best hitter you got you know one of the the best pitchers mm-hmm. you know you got the the guy with the most hits mm-hmm. you know you got the three leading category guys are not in the hall of fame to me it's a hall of fame it's not a popularity it's contest. not a fame yeah. of yeah. character yeah it's not a like baseball character yeah you know so i don't know it's just part of me it just i feel like rose has paid his price yeah. i feel like he's been punished long enough 
I agree. You know, that that's kind of like my take on it. I, was he wrong? Yes. Did he do it as a player? I don't know. I'm thinking he was doing that as a manager. Right. And I, that's, that's, we yeah, have that. Yep. And the take is he, he never, he I don't in. think he's betting against his team. He never betted no. again, right? As right. far as I understand, he never bet against them, like for them to lose. He was always betting on his team to but win. There, there, there's something in every clubhouse that says there's absolutely no gambling. Right. Oh, but now everybody's uh, now 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 everyone now on, now on, on the, the commercials yeah. are like, hey, uh, yeah. go to sportsbook.com right. and oh, it's on the back of the mound. <laughs> yeah. Draft Kings. yeah, Draft Kings. Yeah. yeah, so it's it they they're they promoting they, it. Yeah, they they're know? punishing Rose for the rest of his life. But you know what? On every commercial, they're like, hey, go to this website and use the MLB code to get a, a discount or something. Yeah, you know. So I have like struggles with this because I feel like we need to have a standard. We need to have character. We need to have rules. And at the same time, it's like. You know, does the punishment meet the crime? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Like, as a player, Rose, we're going now to the gambling side of things. You know, that that's never going to be broken. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. So, like you said, maybe he doesn't get a chance to go up there and speak at the Hall of Fame. That, that's, <laughs> so always, that's, that's always what we're been talking about. I think it's most of the reason now is because he's so polarizing with, with what he says. Well, he lied for all those years, yeah. too, and said never right. did. And then yeah. all of a sudden, now he needs to get this, you know, yeah. all this credibility back and – you know, and okay, yeah, sorry. You know, fourteen years later, sorry. Yeah, right. You know that. You know that 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 plays in because you you know these reporters want to talk to him all the time, and he keeps lying and lying and lying yeah. and lying, yeah. and they're the ones that are carrying the vote. Now the, you know the 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 committee, the players' committee, at some point can vote certain people yeah. later on down the they road. Gotta, but I, they got it. So okay, so you know, so, so wait, let me just oh, to ahead. your point here is right. um, we'll have this come with them not being in the Hall of Fame. If they got in the Hall of Fame, conversation's over. Yeah. Done. We're done talking about bonds. We're done talking about Clemens. We're done talking about the steroid or whatever. Them not getting into the Hall of Fame and Ortiz getting in, we will have this conversation every single Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Right. And they will still be considered some of the greatest that ever played the game. They're just not going to get the, you know, the the award that says, you know, you're in the Hall of Fame. They know they belong in the Hall of Fame. We all know they yeah. belong in the Hall of Fame. But you know what? If you don't have rules, you don't have rules. Right. There's some explaining you know, that has to be done, though. Explaining, I mean, Lucy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lucy. Uh, uh, how they just accepted David O'Tears. I mean, once that's yeah. cleared up of, like, why was it okay? And they let him in and, and yeah. why isn't it okay? Okay, so so what I was going to say earlier was, all right, so we're talking about the, the, the steroid era, right? That kind of saved baseball, though, back in uh, 94 when the strike. Sure it, it saved baseball. Sure I it mean, did. so whatever they could say about it, the 98 was the greatest summer of baseball well, ever. I think they kept turning like, their head. I mean, it's why the whole kid, that's why the front office turned their head. Yeah, everyone turned yeah, their head. You know, front office, I mean, sure. managers, everyone. Everybody knew it. So, so, so we're going we're gonna to put a black eye on that time of frame of baseball, right? So now how about the time frame of when – Guys are stealing pitches and like the Astros and everybody else that past five, six years when, you know what I mean? Tipping pitches and the electronic devices. Right. Do, do those guys get in the Hall of Fame? Mm, they cheated. That, so what's so the just same thing so, as so the 1919 I, Sox, right? So, so out of all that, who on that team didn't cheat, right? Or who on that team didn't know? So like Shoeless Joe Jackson had a great World Series, had a great season yeah altogether he was not part of that whole thing yeah but by association he goes down eight men out okay yeah. right so he goes down does altuve ever get in i would never vote for that guy ever again I would, you know any, what so anybody because, you know, on, the, on that because there is a way there is a system in play to relay pitches mm -hmm. right but you got to be smart 
God, yeah. You got to be on, you know, you got to be the guy that can get on the base and we like, you got guys get on oh, base yeah, like, absolutely. hey, okay, we know what the signs are. Well, I, I, I can't do it. I yeah. can't do it, you know. As a pitcher. You know, but I can get out there yeah. and I can, like, I can tell everybody yeah. what's, you know, what's coming, you know. I mean, so they had a mechanism. They went to electronics. They went to something different. They brought an outside source in yeah. to but change lost, the outcome of the game. But, Not the guys on the field picking up signs. You know, why do you think they're calling out these numbers and stuff now like that? Because, you know, they, they, the guys are picking up signs. But th but the thing is, okay, Astros are infamous for that, right? So we're going to just pigeonhole them. But it's, it was a lot of teams. It wasn't just the Astros. Dude, you so, got caught. Just like I said earlier, the, a lot of guys that got in that didn't get caught. You know, you want to go down the list? I mean, you could, there's, there's speculation on Jeff Bagwell, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, go who's the other, the second base? Biggio. Mm -hmm. I mean, Biggio. you know. Biggio was, yeah. You know, these guys are, I mean, Alomar. You but, know, I mean, you know, go, no let's tested. go down the list. Yeah. I mean, they, it was all, I mean, yeah. but they didn't get caught. They didn't get caught. Right? So. That's the thing. Where it's like, so, it's, so you can never say they did it. Yeah. So they go in, right? These guys got caught. Yeah. Well, well, there's other devices. So if we want to take this, like that's where I have a problem with all this because we can start splitting hairs. We're talking about, you know, steroids as a big group of basically performance enhancing. Yeah. They're still right. performance enhancing. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, to this day, yeah. they are. You yeah. know, that are making people bigger and yeah. stronger and yeah. more, you know, so, you know, like how do you classify? Listen, like, this, you know, the bigger companies we, could pay we, for it to we, get approved. We yeah. did not have the science of nutrition to the right. extent that it is now. We did not have, you know, and it, you guys used to drink the four in the morning and come back the next day to play. What are you dude, talking about? Listen, there was I, no I, I've, seen, I've seen some amazing <laughs> games. Well, at least I thought I saw them. Go look up, <laughs> go look up the, the white good and uh, Darius Strawberry story on uh, 30 yeah, for 30. Listen, I mean, you Doc want... Ellis pitching a no, no on LSD. Oh, uh, David Wells. You know, I mean, I mean, go down a list. I mean, but with, I don't know about what a face guy but is but on LSD. Those weren't enhancing drugs. They were like hallucinogenics, man. They had three batters up there. No kidding. But so this is, you know, this conversation is going to go on forever. And and that's the beauty of the game, right? So yeah. another thing that, you know, we have this conversation with Jim is like, we're in a, we're in a collective bargaining agreement time right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So both sides, we don't know if there's going to be a spring training or not, you know, is baseball going to go off or not. Right. So it went flatline, no winter meetings, yeah, nothing dead. Oh, yep. And all of a sudden this happens. What happened to the baseball world <clears throat> blows up. Everybody talking about baseball. It doesn't happen in basketball. It doesn't happen in football. It doesn't happen in hockey. It happens here. It happens in this game. For some reason, they may say football is now America's pastime, greatest. You know, it's not, man. We are all sewn to baseball mm -hmm. some way or another. So when something like this goes down and all of our idols and things like that screw up, you're right. It, you know, now everybody's talking about it and it's yeah. going to go on next year when. And, you know, look at the list of players coming up next year. This I didn't even see not one guy that I'd be like a first ballot. I know I seen the text uh, message you know. say yesterday. There's not one guy that I can look on that list and be like. Not guy one guy. Not one guy. So that's one of the other reasons I'm saying they're looking at next year's candidates and going, we can't vote for anybody next year. Yeah. But this year you got Bonds, Clemens, Ortiz, Schilling, Kent. You know, I mean. Go down the list, and then the, all these other guys. It's like I think know. the only big name there that I, I could say is uh, Carlos Beltran on that list. He doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. He just had time. Yeah, that's what. No, he that's what. I'm, no, I'm just yeah, saying on that list, he had time, and he got in trouble, and he, he got did. you know. So if Pete Rose can't get in as a manager, then how would Carlos Beltran get in before yeah. he became the best manager? No way, man. How about no? Way. I didn't even know. Don't give me a vote. <laughs> <laughs> There's, uh, I mean, seriously, anybody. I mean. I'll, 
all these guys on the list. I don't even. All right, Dicky is on is a ballot for a Hall of Fame. Great guy, great story, right? I mean, Sexually abused, whatever, comes back, battles through, goes to the big know, leagues, I didn't even learns, know all in, that. learns really? in, Oh yeah, learns wow. a knuckleball, and you know, he was at, at Ari Dicky was at the uh, ABCA. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, but give me another name on there. Uh, Francisco Rodriguez. I mean, but, I mean, he's a closer. I mean, like, it's not even like. No, not, not not dominant, not the numbers no, that other guys are, no. you know. Like Mariano you put in because, I mean, it was the most dominant close ever. And, right. I mean, yeah. Francisco Rodriguez, what? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. You know, it's uh, great. Listen, if my name was on that ballot, I don't care if I ever got in. I'd be like, dude, I'm on the ballot. <laughs> you, know, the, you know, my name's on the toilet frame paper it, in the room. <laughs> Schaefer's toilet paper, you know. But, I mean, there's not a name for 2023. No, so, in the decision this year, it's going, somebody's got to go in. Somebody has to go in. Who's it going to be? How many do they have to vote in? Is there a number they have? No, to they vote can vote in? in one. You know, three. Three none? is the max usually. I, I don't know if there's ever been more than more than three. I, I don't I, think anybody. I don't think anybody's getting in next year. So you know, you have no ceremony in Cooperstown, and you know, it may be you know, you know, people out there like, okay, it's the kiss of death. Yeah, <laughs> listen, to come back. Right uh-huh. There you wow. go. You don't you don't think that would be the biggest news ever? Oh, no doubt about it. Like you know. ever, ever. If you if, if they let all four of those guys that we're, we've been talking about in as a next year, when see, they there's no. Them. I mean, it, it's to my like what you're gonna. It's it's like a, it's like a criminal. You're gonna make like a special award for being a good criminal. I don't know. I just so think wait, it's like time. So, so wait, wait, hold. <laughs> but but with Bonds, right? Like Bonds never got caught. Like he no. never he never got like his, everything was alleged, right? Yeah. He never got caught. Yeah. I mean, it was just. But Balco and everybody's come out. I mean, I don't know if you read the book, but I seen the movie. I don't that, read the book. Uh, I like Scruble? I like you audio books. <laughs> you see oh, Scruble? That was outstanding, right? Yeah. But all these people are like the cliff you know, notes. Yeah, they get the cliff you know, notes. That's I know a, made yeah. my way through college. <laughs> yeah. All right. I so mean, you we're... cheated then. We want, uh, we want your was, degree. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> we want your degree back. Yeah. So. All right, college baseball. Let's jump on it, man. We so got start up today. You know, Juco baseball. Uh, both you guys are, and I am all three of us, and Andrew because we tell him he has to be. He has no choice. No, is um, we love Jugo baseball. Oh, absolutely, no doubt about it. It, it is a best ever. It, it, it is. It is a great avenue, and I hope that more community colleges and stuff like that start to take on Juco baseball mm-hmm. and give more options for kids to go in. Because one, financially, we know what it does for a absolutely. family. It helps all the way across the board. Two, you know, some of these programs are just off the charts good and, and better than. Oh. major D1 programs, the Power Fives. Yeah. I mean, there's some guys out there, right, because they're trying to get through the system quicker. Um, and it's very good. It's a great stepping stepping stone to go on to a four-year program, mm-hmm. regardless where it is. And you'll find out in the right places, you know, I mean, you know, where Tabor was at and where, where where Ray was at. I mean, these are these are competitive situations all the time. Listen, uh, the year that Ray went to San Jack, I think ninety four was the lowest guy in the, in the bull, like uh, in the pen. Like it was, it was from ninety five to a hundred. Right. Luke Little was hitting one hundred one, hundred. I mean, it was just like, it was, it was. I mean, it was every guy that was just coming on the mound was just ninety five plus at JUCO, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just on that team. Every every team that they faced had a bunch of dudes throwing yeah. ninety four to ninety eight. I mean, it's just like that was just a normal for JUCO baseball. You know, what I mean, down in uh, you know, especially the power, the the, the big time programs. Right. Yeah, no doubt. I I think if you turn your nose up at JUCO, you're missing the boat. Oh, yeah. no doubt. Uh, in yeah. a big way, and you know, I tell people mm-hmm. all the time, we could probably talk on this topic for a couple hours, but you know, it's not going to be on your degree. So if you're a smart student coming out of high school, and you're a, you love baseball and you want that opportunity, and you get a chance to play JUCO, 
go get your, you know, degree. Associates, yeah. You know, Absolutely. and if you, you, now they're coming out of high school with their associates, a lot of them, because they can take college courses right. in high school. Yeah. But that's why a lot of the JUCOs now are actually four-year schools. In yeah. Florida, they changed all their names. There's no community college anymore. Really? Oh, yeah. Like College of Central Florida would take yeah. That's a JUCO, but they offer four-year degrees. Okay. Almost all of them now. Yeah. But, and then with the COVID year. But the athletics on, is two. Yeah, you yeah, still oh, get yeah, two, yeah, two years. Yeah, yeah. You, school yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the school, about, you could get you could get a, a double associates or whatever. Yeah, you're getting you have more options. Yeah, you get a double associates, not a bachelor's. I don't think you get yeah, a bachelor's, bachelor's or a double I, so, so all I, don't I know, know how works. I don't double think you're associates. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, <laughs> I just think I think you're coming out with more credits that yeah. possibly can be applied. There's rules Transfer, that you got to yeah. follow on okay. the on the academic side. Rules. Yeah, rules. Hey, what are they? What are they? Yeah, we don't we don't believe in those. Um, but anyways, they, um, no, Juco, um, tremendous. Yeah. Like, uh, so I remember Tabor and Chamo who played at Florida, who transferred to college central Florida and got some decent playing time as a freshman of Florida. He was a drop back. Tabor was a drop back. And both of them saying shave, no knock on the conferences that these guys, well, no. I mean, Chamo came out of the, you know, the sec. He's like, our Juco team. So right you got to explain, you gotta explain what drop back means to to a lot of our people. So it's drop a back four, to, they went four to two, four yeah, years. So they went four first. back to two, back yeah. to two. So you go your freshman year to a four year school for whatever reason, whether it's playing time, whether it's injury, whatever. You, yeah, Change it's, not, it's not. It's not what you signed up for four years ago when right. you committed as a freshman. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> get him, Ray. Right. Right. <laughs> so so they drop back, you know, to Juco, and sometimes that works out for the guys that drop back. And sometimes it doesn't right. because they think they're going to a, like a lesser brand of ball. And then yeah. they get there and they go, Oh, oh you kidding you know? me? Yeah. yeah. But my Not point was they were saying like these, our Juco team could possibly win our conference. Yeah. You know, and Chamo came out of the sec. He's like, and Tabor, you know, came out of the big South and he's like, Holy cow. Like what we're seeing. And you said the whole staff on college of central Florida, they're all like 92 yeah. to 98, yeah. you know, with, and some of them can pitch their yeah. tails off. Yep. It's not just Velo, yeah. you know? So anyways, yeah, it's, they're starting today. Yeah. Chipola yep. and college of central Florida. I mean, two that's going to be, that's, that's going to be a great, great. I mean, yeah. I wish they streaming those games. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they are, you know, yeah, you, just you gotta can find them. them yeah, you just got to find them. Yeah. You can find them. I bet yeah. they're being streamed. Oh, no, yeah. it's, 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 uh, um, T2s next week. Yeah. yeah D2s yeah, next yeah. week. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, the people that think, oh, it's only D1 of Boston. It's like, oh, I'm going, you know what I mean? If I don't get a offered, a, you know, a Arkansas, or UCLA, wherever, you know what I mean? It's not worth my time going anywhere else. So like, the, kidding the, me? there's four twos and then there's four fours. So Wait. four fours coming out of Division One programs going to Division Twos or Division Threes. So can you So can you play? I know. Right away, automatic. So if you go from D one to D two, you, you can play. I thought if you go D two to D one, no, you can't play that. Oh, you can't play. No. Okay, you can. So D one D one used to be you can't cross. You have to sit out. Yeah, year. you got to sit out. With the D, COVID, D1, they changed it. D one to D two, you can play right away. Okay. Okay. So now with COVID, they allowed people to to kind of to move shuffle. around. You know what's that's going to have to change. You know though. what's a you know what's a, a division that so many people are, are naive and don't really even look at, and they should because there's so much money. Available NAI NAI yeah, yeah there's, NAI. More, there's more scholarships there's more scholarships than the NCAA because I mean yeah. they don't have the requirements of NCAA yeah. Yeah. I mean you could go to NAI I mean yeah. who holds with NAI I mean like you, you go you there gotta, and pay nothing and get a four year degree and get great education and play baseball you get for a years. chance to play in college and this this has been tweeted it's been put over there and we we say you get a chance to play in college baseball i don't care where you play go play yeah right. okay because when when you're done that competitive level mm -hmm. whether it's d3 
NAI, with up and down the board, JUCO, it's gone. Yeah. You won't get it again, right? You won't get the fraternity out of it, you know, that I have with my buddies yeah. from, from Maryland. Um, you know, it's you, you won't have that. And you'll, you, as long as you're in the game and in sports and at a competitive level and have a chance to win a nas- a true national championship, yeah. not the uh, USSA national championship here or the World Woodbat national championship here with, you know, all these freaking World Series and national championships all over the board, a true national championship, whether it's the JUCO, NAI, whatever level. Whatever level. You got to go. Yeah. You got to go because, you know, again – the camaraderie and the, and the lessons that get learned in the game all the way up, you're learning all the time. When you get to that next level, oh. and I tell Dylan this, and you've told Tabor this, and I know you've told Ray this, the next level is an opportunity. Yeah. All this up to this Absolutely. point, all this up to this yes. point, you're going to get a chance regardless. Yeah. Somebody's not going to show up. You're going to play, whatever. You get into a club with a 40-man roster, Yep. and you're not producing. Oh, it's, it's a – yeah. yeah. yeah, And, and, and I, I, honestly yeah. – I think if we just left it up to the kids, right? Like if we took the parents out of it, sure. right? And just had kids from their freshman year, sophomore year, but like, hey, do you want to play college baseball? I would say, uh, I mean, I don't want to say 100, but over 90% would say, yes, yeah. I want to continue playing college baseball, yeah. right? But then I think when it gets into the parents' influence and uh, social media influence, it's like, oh, I want to play college baseball at uh, LSU. You know what I mean? Like I want to play at yeah. a power five school because because if I, if I say I'm going to – and I'm not going to say any schools or like the, your local, you know what I mean? Your local backyard school. They're going to be like, you going where? You want a translation? That was local. <laughs> Lo- local. <laughs> <laughs> these guys, these guys, listen. Hey, Spanish. hey, I, I'm the, I bring the, I bring the, you know what I mean? The, the Latino community. It's called, it's called, yeah, I love it. It's called Brooklyn. Spanglish. Spanglish. Special. Hey, I got a, a statistic that, will blow people's mind you know they, they're coming out of high school and they're thinking you know power five and and it's all great to have goals yeah right and yeah. some somebody's going to get there and yeah. somebody's going to start but think about this somebody brought this to my attention the other day i think there's 296 division one schools mm-hmm. that that play baseball 296 that means there's 296 shortstops starting shortstops mm-hmm. 296 yeah. second base yeah. okay that within itself is eye-opening. Yeah. But right now there's seven classes of players on college rosters. Seven from, classes. From 2015. Oh, 2015, wow. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20s, and 21. Because of COVID. Because of COVID and wow. red shirts. COVID and red shirts. So, and grad. So you got seven years of high school yes. players. There's only 296 starting, let's say, shortstops in the country. Wow. And you know how we think. We think. When we're growing up, all right, we play our age group or one age up. Yeah. We're talking about seven classes of high school students. There's only 200. It's a minor league. Yeah. At the Division it's one minor, level. It's a minor league. So that's you crazy. Know, that's not even talking about Listen, pro, we, you know, going up to yeah. that level. So that, yeah. you know, that's, you know, it's a big part of what I do every single day. Well, you and, speak and reality? Have, yeah. <laughs> speak the truth. The truth. Truth is such a free. You know, I talk, I talk to college coaches all the time. And, you know, we have one team per age group. And, you know, we work on kids outside of here just because, mm-hmm. you know, we, you know, we do. We want to help everybody that we can, you know. So well, imagine these organizations that have multiple teams. They can't help these kids. And that's, you know, we'll get into that because this is, you know, the direction of high school and all that other stuff, too. You can't, you, you can't help these things. Now you're starting to look, I got to take a, a senior and stuff him into the class with a 24-year-old man. Mm-hmm. It's physically different. Oh, more no, no. four years of experience, and he's still a sophomore, <laughs> right? 
and and that's what you got to go. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, and and you're talking to these college coaches, and they're saying, listen, man, we like them, you know, but you know, I'm going to go after this JUCO kid that's 23 years old and still has some eligibility it's left. And left it's going to yeah. help me win, and it's going to go whatever. And, and there's such a there's such a log jam. Plus, rosters being at 45, it's got to go down to 40. It's got to get back to 35. Mm-hmm. You know, 35 is a large number. That's a lot. That's a lot. 35 is a lot. It's a large number. So put 10 more guys on there. We watch it. Andrew and I watch it every day out here with uh, with Queens practicing. How many guys out there? And I'm amazed. You know, we told you, and you'll you'll say hello to Ross, you know, here a little bit. Ross yeah. has been phenomenal. I mean, he has that. I mean, that practice clicks across the board. It's there's nothing with 45 guys. I'd, I'd be like, <laughs> we struggle with 16, you know, with, with, with two coaches. But, um, you know, you guys are right. I mean, it's it, it's extremely difficult. So when we have players and they're like, well, I want to go to this school or that school. And it's like, you know, we have a, we had a, we have a player, a really good player. And, you know, we got good feedback from the college the other day. Right. But they want to see him a little bit more, see him a little bit more. In the past, it's like, dude, that kid can play. He's 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 only a, a junior. He's got two more years. Yeah. Lock him in. Yeah. Now it's like, mm, you know, we got to we got to see we got to see. And then on top of it, then you start bringing in. You're talking about that many levels of guys there, and you're going to go ahead and commit a freshman, mm-hmm. right? And we have we have a freshman player that could be committed right now. I mean, he's talked to high school freshmen. You're talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah high yeah. school freshmen. He's talked to right. South Carolina. He's talked to Tennessee. He's talked to Arizona, and that was just the tip of the iceberg. So now we throw that out, and then everybody's going to be trying to call him. And you know, hey, you know, because <laughs> I got poaching on here again. Too. Uh, but you know, so it's. It, I think NCAA should change the rule, though. Honestly, I think that rule right there should change where no kids should be able to allow to talk to a school until their junior year. There's a lot of rules that the NCAA change. That's just that's just a big scam. Are we talking that's, rules again? Yeah, yeah we're, we're talking, talking rules, rules again. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah, making up rules. When, when rules apply to us, <laughs> yeah. we want to, you know, then we want to change. Yeah, there's a lot of things that have to get changed. I listen. The other part of it is, you know, it. it Let's let's take war into consideration, right? Years ago, high school kids are getting drafted. You, even before that, going into world wars and things like that, they, they, they have no chance to go off to college and do anything. They're, they're, they're getting pulled out. These guys right now, COVID hit. It sucks. It's reality. War was reality. Okay, I'm not trying to be dark. I'm just trying to find a parallel. You are going so I am going way. to the dark yeah, yeah. side a little bit. That's why I dressed in black today, and I made sure Trent, you're in black. We're all in black. We're on, we're, on black. The, we're on the dark side today. But the reality is those. Life is life, right? And this is beyond that. You keep, oh, we're going to give you another year to play. Well, dude, you're a grad student for the fourth time. You got your second master's and you still have that eligibility. Move on, mm-hmm. right? Move on. Life is life, right? You know, if yeah. he was going to war, you'd have no choice. But now they're giving him a choice, you know. And, you know, the, and, and you know what? The other part about it is it, it's helped universities because it's expanded admissions. Yeah. And they are based on admissions. It's business, man. Oh, you know? wow. Everything is business. Business. Yes, business. Yes, What's your yeah. business? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The facts are facts, though. You better be a dude if you're going to step out you know, oh. at a high school right now and step and play as a freshman because it's harder than ever. It might be the best college baseball right. ever right and now. That, right. you know, going back to coaches out there, and, you know, and, and I don't tout you because you, you're my friend because I watched you on social media and we met, uh, you know, at, where is that? Was it Nashville many, or many Orlando or something like uh, that? We're Orlando. Walking, you know, just walking. I'm like, hey, you're Trent Mongero. You know, I, was, I was like a groupie. I was like a Trent Mongero yeah. groupie because I, you know, I started watching all the, the YouTube stuff yeah. and things like that. But, you know, these coaches don't prepare these kids for that. Like these showcase teams, these show and goes, right? And this is mm-hmm. a great segue into it. 
you know, they just want to they want to roll out with the best talent because it makes them look good. Look, you load up you load up a team at this age level with the best talent, you're going to dominate. You're going to think you're a good coach, and a good coach, right? You just got to write a lineup, yeah. You know, and you don't even have to do anything. You don't you have stay to teach. Out of these, way. You don't have to prepare these kids for the next level. Listen, right? you know, to be successful in the travel ball world, and you want to have all these organizations. Listen here. Limit. Uh, we're going to go back to rules now. Limit all the travel teams that twenty man roster. Right? You sign up the first game you play with your twenty guys. You got to play your last game with your twenty guys. You can't stop yeah. bringing in pitches and the playoffs. These guys, like some of the top organizations, got 35, 40 man rosters that they can walk into the tournament. You know, they get into the playoffs. Now they bring in fresh arms. Where a local CBC team would come in there, got the same 16, 18 guys from Friday of the WWBA to Wednesday. So, yeah. Now they now they got to now they got to turn their pitching staff over again. Where the top organizations are just bringing fresh arms. So it's not really a matter of who has the best team. It's a, who has the best depth and the most money to start flying guys in and out of. You know, listen, I played. Uh, listen, I seen it. I was right there. I seen. I played on teams where they flew guys in for one game and flew them out right after the game. I seen how this works. They want to win. That's what they have to do. It, but it, the real teams are not doing it that way. They're doing it the right way, and they're not winning the, the big tournaments listen, because they can't. It's, it's not going to change. It's Again, it's business, right? Volume is business. Yeah. I can tell you, there's, there's an organization right down the road, right on the other side of town here that's just trying to do that, trying to get to that point, right? Yeah. And they, they don't know who the hell is in their organization. They don't know the names of the kids. They don't. They haven't looked at the word. They don't care less. They just want to know that that check cleared, right? It doesn't – so, the, the, you know, that, that point doesn't matter. There's We can't change this, Ray. You know Why? Because it, it's a rogue industry. There's no oh, yeah. governing body. There's no federation. There's money. There's, right? no, yeah, yeah, there's no nothing there to say this is how it goes. Now, you get into hockey. You soccer. get into soccer. They, they got it covered, right? Baseball doesn't. It's, soccer it's does a, it right. They have their coaches do certifications, training, yeah. you know, all that good stuff where you have to be. If you want to be an elite level coach, you have to be certified and you have to be trained to teach the style you want to play, right? Yeah. Like if you want to play like the Brazilian style of like fast pace. That coach has to be, if you go on that, on that team, you'll be like, hey, what's your certification? Hey, wh where did you train? Who trained you? Oh, you know how to, you know, how to how to play yeah. the European style. Okay, you you took training. I want my kid playing that way, and I'm gonna put my kid in the organization. Where travel baseball is like, hey, oh, you got three kids, three dads coaching. You know what I mean? You guys didn't play. Yeah. My kid's gonna play, start, show us up. I'm with you, you know? Yeah, you can't. So we have, you know. We have a good friend sent me a text this morning from a, a tweet or an Instagram or something like that. And some Yahoo kid or kids in their 20s trying to poach players, going after other players, going directly through the kids, either through messaging or through, you know, whatever you do on Instagram. I don't do Instagram. I don't know Instagram, but message him. And he's saying, oh, uh, by the way, um, now I'm an Atlanta Brave scout. And, um, oh, yeah, and my uh, my – my head coach is a scout for X, Y, and Z, right? Like, it's like, dude. So what, is that, what does that mean? Okay, let, let, let's just put it out there. Okay, you could be – let's any tribal organization, you are a scout, right? Bird dog, whatever. Right. Or you, let's just happen to say you're affiliated with a major league team. Right. You don't you're get still, paid. Wait, forget about that, you're not, right? You're, you're but not under, you're but not, how is that a selling tool as far as like – what are they trying to say? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that the Atlanta Braves draft you where it definitely doesn't work like that. There's, they go to a boardroom. There's so many people behind the board that <laughs> it doesn't say – Oh, this kid played for me last summer. Why don't you sign him? No, right. that does not work so, like that. You know, I mean, it, it's all BS. And the sad part about it is, you know, it, we get you get you have to. And my other friend, you know, because this this blows up every morning. You know, it's and it's fun, but 
is you have to educate parents, right? Oh, but you know what? You're on, what a, you're on a hamster wheel and you have to re-educate and re-educate and re-educate. And it gets to the point where it's like, it's not going to matter because, you know, the parents that you're trying to educate, the majority of them have no idea what the, what the, how this whole process works out. You know, you know, we're talking about seven layers of freaking athletes ahead of you. They just think, oh yeah, my kid's going to play, you know, he's good. He's going to go to, you right. know, play. It, it, so you can't, you know, you try to educate the parents, you know, it's like, wake up dude, you know, but you're not going to wake up enough of them for no. it to matter. Right. If I could wake up a parent and the, <laughs> your, your son or daughter has to be developed. Yes. Physically and baseball IQ, because your 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 situational awareness has to be off the chart. So if your son is going to have any shot of stepping out of travel showcase ball and stepping onto a college team and starting, mm -hmm. that coach is going to have to trust him beyond belief Absolutely. to be in the right place at the right time yep. and handle pressure. And you don't you know learn situational awareness. Some some people figure it out by playing the game. It helps, um, but you have to be coached up on situational awareness to a large degree and reinforced when you do things right. Or maybe you could have done this a little mm -hmm. different here and nobody's doing it. They're just making lineups. So if I'm a parent, which I was, and we got, we are with our sons and I was looking for a place for Tabor to play. Okay. One, I was trying to find the best organization that would try to do things the right way. And what I'm finding is this shape. There's very few that a lot of them throw out development. You'll hear yeah. them talk about development. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a buzzword that people like to hear, but how do you develop players that are from, let's just even say one whole state. They can't you get can. practices. You can't. But no. now if they're coming from multiple states, Show and go. they can't. Okay, so, so to me, when you get a, an organization that'll do things right, if I'm a parent, I'm not hung up on winning championships. I'm just not, it doesn't matter. Who cares who won last year's W you know, world War bat. Nobody even like knows unless yeah. you want it. Yeah. And, and, and kudos to you if you want it. I mean, that's cool. But it doesn't get you where you want to be as a player. So you can be all tooled up. You can have all these tools, your run tool, your hit tool, your throw tool, your, you know, you got it all. You feel tool, you know, but if you got no situational awareness, you yeah. can't play the game. You're not getting no. on the field. Yeah, it's like right. the guy that throws 96 so, that can't get on the field. To your point, college. right? So all these show and go teams, right? And they're going to get away with mistakes yeah. now, right? Because mm -hmm. they're not playing the better teams. No. You know, the, you know, you're not always in that, you know, that environment. You're the best team that what you know you may you're going to lose somewhere along yeah. the way. You get, you know, the game's going to take its, you know, it, it, it's money. Um, but you can get away with mistakes and not have to correct them. Yeah. Right. Because the guy doesn't know how to correct them to begin with. He just thinks he's something special because he's walking around with this black and gold mm -hmm. or this, you know, <laughs> these other, these different colors on or whatever that they think is going to make them something special. It's funny because the coaches think they're bigger and better than they are. Because they're wearing these freaking things too. I, I love it, you know. And then I love the coaches the, that wear the full uh, uniform. Dude, how about the how about the parent in the stands with like the wristbands and the freaking oh shirt and the, you know the colored cleats and <laughs> oh my god. Well, uh, those, listen, those at, the at the end of the day, I mean, Trent. And, like, you know, and every time I look at those, right, I think, okay, kudos to the to the head guy because he just got money out of that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Head. He just got that guy to buy a sweatshirt and a hat. Trent said, "Uh, yeah. who won the WWBA?" And nobody knows. No. Listen, here, when 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 as as much as I traveled with Ray and further and further we got yeah. deep in the tournament, I mean, I, I'm I'm probably gonna go to hell for saying this, but I used to be like, God, if we win today, man, that's another night at a hotel. This is about another two or three hundred dollars yeah. more that <laughs> yeah. I gotta spend to stay here another two days or whatever the case. Yeah. I was like. I'm not mad if we lose tonight at nine o'clock. I'll be back at home Dude, by midnight, I, yeah. right? You know what I mean? It's not about winning and losing at that point. It's a matter of like, it's already the 10th game in five days. Yeah. Like, 
it's just an added expense. Like you just keep spending more and more money. How could and not everybody can afford to do it, man. More the majority can't afford to spend that no, much time down second there. Second mortgage, that. third mortgage on their home. And then at the other, at that part, how many how many people are really still still around recruited wise? Oh yeah, they're like gone. No, they you know, they, they, you know they did the first two or three days. Yeah. By the end of the or, tournament, or, they're or gone. The, or the schools that are staying there to see that big arm throw, and they're the power fives, and then everybody else on the roster is not even. That's right. You know. That's but right. Hey, but you know, Stanford yeah. was here. You know, That's you know it. Texas was here. But when you show up on a college campus. The color of showcase uniform you won or what you're asking from doesn't God. mean nothing. God. They don't. They never it's ask how many you, trophies you, you won. Yeah. yeah, they don't say, "Did you win? How many? How many WWEs yeah. you won?" They don't give remember a, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like the World Series. Like I was at that WWE. What a game! Yeah, hey, it looks I good saw, on your bio. Yeah, it looks like, and from the media guide, it looks good in your bio. <laughs> but as far as actually getting playing time at the yeah. collegiate level, that doesn't make a difference. You, you better be a player, not just a tool player. At a baseball player. and imagine the parents that spend the amount of money that they spent right from jumping from team to team to team traveling all around the country per year right like you could pay for your kids four years of education for for one I, listen those like, people that, that run all over the teams those those are the ones that that entertain me the most you know it's it's just it's the jumpers and you know why because the, the kid's going to get in a situation at the next level where they can't control it mm -hmm. and the first thing he's going to kids going to pick up going the phone and go, i want to transfer it's in transfer um, i want to transfer yeah you know i i, I need out of here yeah. Um, yeah. No, and I mean, there's a good point right there. Like AAU basketball, right? Like, so baseball did follow that format as far as like the travel ball circuit because we never had that travel ball circuit when we were coming up, right? It was like you play local, local, you win, you keep moving on region. You know, you go into the states, and then you go. Then there's a Connie Mack World Series right. or whatever big World yeah. Series there was to go. Like now you're representing the New York region or the Florida region. And then yeah. when you meet that, that was a world series, right? Like yeah. you got eight teams from eight different States and you're playing for something. Connie Mack was the phenomenal go down to Love New Mexico. It. I yeah. mean, it was unbelievable. Right. But now it's like every week it's a different Connie Mack world series, right? There's no, there's no excitement of going to a world series or, or so, a tournament. And, but I did get to see that it, it, it's out there, but it's just not out there in mass. Right. So my buddy, Mike Levine, that was at Maryland when I was there, uh, head coach of uh, a, a Legion team in Boston, three three five outside of Boston, and they got all the way to Stanley this year. You know, this is this is this is some blue collar kids that you know coming out of a uh, Beverly, Mass near Salem, and right. You know, and and it's it, they're being celebrated in the press and be something because they were community kids, they were local kids, they were kids that had been mm -hmm. around there forever. Pretty cool scenario, right? Yeah. Same thing we did when when we won the Connie Mac World Series. We were all Long Island rats, man. That's right. We were just you know and doing it, but now it's. It, it's sad because your high school team is made up of a bunch of guys that play in different different places, you know. So now in between games, I, we used to hate the other team. Like Sachem, I mean, <laughs> Sachem High School, Neil Heat and all these other guys. Dude, if we're going to lose, we're going to fight in the parking lot yeah. while it's over. You know, this is going to be something. Or we're going to show up at a basketball game that <laughs> night and we're going we're gonna to throw down. Something's yeah. going to go down. Because you wanted to win. Like you had Listen, a that was my town against your yes. town. You know, my high school against your high school. Now it's like they show up at a game. It's like, yo, bud, remember we we playing this summer? You know, we, you know who's yeah. coaching us? What's ever the majority you know? of the times that the parents are hugging and they're kumbaya. And like, oh my god, you know. the majority of the times the guys like the elite level teams, the guys that's coming in don't even know anybody on the team, right? They're just it's coming. Woke, in. It's woke baseball. They just coming in there for that game, yeah. playing that day, <laughs> and then they're gone. Yeah. So I mean, it's uh, yeah. what you got on next. Yeah. Uh, well, so you know, uh, we we can go deeper into that one. We're getting close, to Andrew. We we're over an hour. Okay, yeah. we we we'll get so um, 
you know, we're talking about preparing our athletes for the next level constantly. Right. And you were able to do that, you know, you know, trade with the training and all the places that you've been and had all the tools, all the indoors, everything constantly working and working and working. Same thing with Dylan, same thing with, you know, with Ray, uh, with Ray Jr. is, you know, but what people don't understand, you're right, man, we're going, they're going into a, a, a tougher environment than it's been for years ahead of time, tough environment. So you have to prepare. You got to be. You have to be ready across the board. You got to be physically met ready, mentally ready. So sometimes the physical part, you know, you got to you got to enhance it a little bit more. So I have. And I'll tell you this. And you know, fortunately, we have the resources to do this. So Dylan has a trainer, personal trainer. He's put on twenty five pounds. He looks amazing, right? Went from the skinny kid that showed up a few months ago down at Wilmington to like the back, the arms. Everything. Like he's a dude. He's a man. Um, we got him with a performance coach that trained special ops people, you know, to the point where, you know, Dylan had all the physical tools. Are you seeing the field the right way? Are you uh, focused the right way? Are you whatever? I mean, he played like he was a linebacker. You know, you can't play the game that way. We right. know that. And I played aggressive, but I had a different awareness than he did. And it was, you know, it, it was, it was pretty frustrating. So his body, he's changed his body. He's changing his mind. The skill set is there. We work on that all the time. But his body, because he's trained so hard, has taken a, a stiffer approach to it, you know, and he's sore and he can't get loose and my hamstrings and all this other stuff. So Ali, Farb, Ali, Ali Faber is a, uh, she was a yoga girl when we first opened up our facility down here 15 years ago and we brought her in to stretch out our guys. And, you know, you put, you know, a, a woman like that, that's going to, you know, stretch and do all these other things in front of. 14 15 16 year old boys and it's like you know that's a waste of time <laughs> you know i mean you know they, they're not even focusing on the stretch they're like right. oh you know they're all so i call our buddy alan tyson at architect sports who has been around my boys since they were born was a trainer when i was with the knights in 93 um and you know a big uh you know, sports therapist group here in town right so i said who do i need dylan needs a massage therapist needs a massage therapist he says, Ali Faba. And I'm like, holy cow, I know Ali, whatever. So now she's the stretch lady, right? She's the stretch lady, and she's not just yoga. This is like. Where's she located? She's right by Audrey Kell High School. Oh, really? Yeah. So Andrew's going to, I mean, here's, you know, here's her stuff up here. But, I mean, it was amazing what this woman did. I mean, what she, the muscles she released on Dylan, when he got off that table, he's like, you know crazy no it's so it's, it's crazy i mean stretching is mo very important huge it's it's huge right so I'm, I'm promoting it now i'm telling it right now listen if, if if you guys are out there and you want the full package and, and and listen nothing's cheap right and thank god that you know we have the resources to to do this you need to hook up with this lady you know because i was blown away you know what the way that he walked away from the table and he's you know again my barometer it's like that i can get that you know you know, down a you know, planet fatness, somebody can run <laughs> me up or whatever. And, you know, but the truth of the matter is she's different. And right. she's and if you look at her, if you look at the people that are on her um on her testimonials, these are all high profile athletes. So, you know, find her, find the stretch lady and and you know, get in there and, and I've got the website yeah. in the You got the website and everything up there already? Yeah, yeah. Good. Okay. Very That's, cool. So you um, know, flexibility is is huge. Yeah. Um it it, it what takes an infielder, a shortstop, and turns him into yeah. a third base and turns him into an outfielder, turns him into the guy on the bench yeah. when you can't be an elite mover anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, you know, can't afford to have like a stretch therapist. Some can, mm -hmm. you know, you're fortunate. You know, we have like what's called our infield yoga 
that Nate does on our Gold Glove infield membership. We have our coaches mastery membership. We have our Gold Glove. One of the things Nate and Nate is really good. You know, he's with, big in yoga. Don't be right? scared by yoga. Yeah, he's don't very be scared about yeah. it. It's really infield specific, hip mobility, hamstrings, you know, quads, mm-hmm. uh, groin, mm-hmm. um, you know, all that. So it's it's a uh, just pointing it out to people that you know you you got to find a way. Yeah. So if you can't afford it, you know, don't feel like you got to get a third mortgage on your home now. If you can afford it, great. If you can't, you know, there are resources out there to improve flexibility. It just has to be a priority, right. not just for the parent. Right. Because we can talk how important it is to we're blue in the face if the kid doesn't buy in. Yeah. You know, but I'm just here to tell you, if, if you have if your mobility is reduced or restricted, you're going to have a very difficult time playing elite level infield, especially in the middle. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. You yeah. Know. You got you have to be athletic and, and, and yeah. the tighter you get, you know, this isn't this isn't a. Uh, a one directional sport, especially right. if you're up the middle, it's right. multi-directional all the time. You're constantly moving in a different, after every pitch, after every play, you're, you, you know, you're going a different way. If you're a first baseman or something like that, you still want to be the best athlete you can, right? right. And you have the, you have the ability to, you know, unleash your, your body. Right. To a next level, then it's, it's, it's definitely worth it. It's, it's worth, it's yeah. worth the money. Shape, our motto is train to be a shortstop, train to be a yeah. shortstop. So if you're a first baseman, third baseman, you train to be a shortstop. Mm-hmm. And then you take the skills of a shortstop, the skill sets to wherever you're at. Some of the best catchers yeah. are started out of shortstops. Yeah. So because train to be a shortstop. Don't yeah. be satisfied with where you're at. I, I'm with you, Shafe. I'm not trying to, you know, the first baseman, right? Yeah. So many of them are stiff, big guys. Why not get out there in the middle, learn to move yeah. a little more athletically, then take that skill set over to first base. That's now, right. You, right. Because separating yourself at first base is tough. And you got five first basements. You got to so, hit. You, you got to hit. And I, you know, going back to our high school, you know, showcase type of player. If you go ahead and you look at you look at all these people that want to rank players, and you know, it, you look at the top players. Okay, the top players are shortstops or center fielders yep. or catchers. Mm-hmm. Catchers have become way more athletic than oh, they yeah. used to be. That's right. I mean, because of that that is a multi directional position. Yeah. You know, more than everybody thought. Is you know you put, mean, you know put the big guy yeah. behind the plate and let him just knock everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's not that anymore. It's it's critical. It's up the middle. So if you look at these guys and you know at the next level, you can take them and move them. Yep. Right. So if you can play short, you can play anywhere on the field. That's right. You know, it's just it, it works. It just works that way. Um, so give everybody your website. You know, Andrew, I don't know if you got a chance to pull that up or whatever, but, uh, you know, where they can go. Um, also, if, you know, you guys want to bring Trent, you know, especially from this side of the country uh, to your organization, you know, then reach out to him and let's get this done. And because it's. It's 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 not a uh, it's not a fly by night. Give me your money. I'm hit, I'm hitting and running. I'm gone. I mean, you have gold glove series. You have, you know, you have a lot. You got a lot of substance. Yeah. So you know, our basically TrotskyRanch.com or you have CoachMongero.com. You can put both those in there. Uh, the infield clinics that Nate and I do together are across the country. Um, you're gonna we're gonna get like bigger numbers for that. We're gonna be probably around a hundred, which we manage really, really, really well. Um, don't be, you know, turned off by the numbers part, but then I do some things on my own and Nate does some things on his own. He's, he spends more time around California on his own because that's his home turf. I spend more time up and down the East coast on my own, not always, but a lot more because that's my home turf. Um, so, you know, you can get both of us to come in or we have our coaching mastery membership. Like our memberships are not, they're not money makers. They're not like, Oh, another. Dude, that's not a bad thing. Making no, no, money's no, no, not no. a bad I understand. thing. I know, but uh, what what I mean by <laughs> but that? People yeah. put the 
pat bad persona on it like they, oh, they, so they just want to make money they, you know what i mean yeah, like, so, like you're not an in yeah, for the business there's, yeah. va- there's value yes to his product and if he's making money it's like you're gonna go get a nice car you're gonna pay for it yeah well we're constantly putting new content real content in our memberships i just literally put my folder yesterday to our admin team that's putting it in so for the coaching mastery membership they're getting 12 new pieces of content and that happens twice a month Wow. on top of everything that's already in there so we're constantly you know what our members want is what we're trying to provide yeah. and when the people come to the infield camps you know they get um mm-hmm. tremendous we give them a tremendous foundation but when they go to the gold glove membership now they can take that tremendous foundation and they yeah. can continue to build because there's this there's this um basically graph it's simple to complex predictable to unpredictable so when you're teaching things you're teaching them very simple and very predictable it's going to be backhand, you know, real simple short hop drill mm-hmm. or whatever. And then we build on it. So at camp, they learn a lot, but they really never get into the what's called complex, you know, simple to complex. So it's going to be hard and unpredictable where you don't know yeah. where the ball is going. So we build on these drills. So not to beat a dead horse, it's it's the real deal. So that's TrotskyRanch.com for the two memberships and camps for me and Nate. And my individual camps are also on TrotskyRanch.com and so are Nate. So they can find or they go to CoachMongero.com and, and they can see what's there. It looks like you might have it pulled up right now. I don't yep. know. That's so, all. Yeah, it's up. Yeah. There you go. And you got a book out. I mean, you got a book also. Two books. Yeah, two books. There you go. Yeah. And they're all in they're in the coaching mastery membership. You got it. Well. It's, a, it's an audio book. No, so uh, no, no. <laughs> well, they each came it's with a coloring full... book. Then <laughs> <laughs> coloring book, I could do that. It's you can color in there if you want to. No, we can. Uh, you can bring you a marker, like, glasses, and mustaches yeah, on yeah, trampolines exactly. in there. Yeah, that's what I mean. You can draw all over me. I each, was that guy. Each book did have a four-hour video that came oh, with wow. it, instructional yeah. video. Each book. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah, so you you, you can watch instead of listening, there you or go. you can put the headphones on and watch all right hey so it's kind of like an audiobook i'm all yeah. all about watching <laughs> cool yeah so i hope uh you know good things come come through that you know i mean you. you're valuable to the game and i again that's not a stroke because we're friends it's you know there's, there's people out there that i that i like that are not valuable to the game you know it just well, doesn't you. do so what you guys have done um it, it's pretty amazing so Close out here. I had a, uh, a hitting instructor, a hitting instructor, a hitting coach when I was in Seattle for three years. Mm-hmm. Gene Kleins just passed away yeah. yesterday and uh, great dude, but just, you know, a, just a, a good human being, like the guy that you want to hang around with, even if you weren't talking baseball. Just, you know, just great stories. Right. Old Pittsburgh pirate guy through the, you know, through those years, could run like the wind, could hit, learned how to, you know, watched him in his videos, learned how to kind of release the bad head. Um, passed away. So it was funny. I came off the field. I was, you know, I, I, when you're the 25th man on the roster, the 24th man on the roster, you're like, you know, everything that you do is under a microscope. Like if, you don't feel like if, if I go three for four, I'm getting sent down because I didn't go four for four, <laughs> you know? So I came off the field with hey, and uh, I don't know, I popped up and did something and, 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 and Gino's standing right there at the thing. And, and he would just stand there and look, and I'm like, Gino, what do you think of my swing? And he looked at me and he went, Oof. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, where's my glove? <laughs> where's my glove? I gotta go play some D right now. But that was his response. But that was his personality. And then after that, he was, you know, he was at my locker. We're talking about it. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do X, Y, and Z. You know, you got, you, at any level, you got guys in the, you got guys in the big leagues that want to cater to the superstars, right? Yeah. Because that's gonna help elevate them to the next level or whatever. Um, you know, and then you know, you have us that are just grinding it out, mm-hmm. just trying to stay alive to make sure that we're not 
we're not hurting the team when we get on the field. And if we could do something great that night to help the team, awesome. Yeah. You know, uh, but he would find the time all the time. I could be here tomorrow. I'll be here, mm-hmm. you know, and you got as much attention, as much work, and it made you feel like, you know, you were the right guy. So rest in peace, Gino, you know, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, it flew all over the place, obviously through all the Mariners guys and the Pirates guys. And, um, you know, you you can tell who's who was liked in the game and who wasn't liked in the game because how people not respond. Everybody responds, but then when you're not liked, nobody responds. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you know, peace out, check, thumbs yeah. up. You know, good luck. And, oh wow! But uh, you know, this blew up, so he's uh, he'll be missed. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Andrew, we got uh, we got Trent tomorrow. Um, we want Sunday. everybody to get to our our USA Baseball NCIS websites if yeah. you, if you're interested in that. This is not an entitlement gig. No, you know, no, you gotta, you gotta earn your, you gotta earn your keep and real deal. See, see how far you can get there. Put yourself against it. So we're gonna, we got, we're gonna release some more dates with Trent this summer. Yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna do awesome. another one in the summer. Awesome. Um, like I said, we'll, uh, we'll start to put together. I really do want to, you know, I really do want to brainstorm. We gotta get a coach's one. A real good coach's clinic yeah. here in, in, in town. And yeah, do it, do it right, and you know, get some vendors and things in here, and yeah. uh, um, you know. We we have a mecca here. We got we got great baseball in in this in this part of the country. And right by the airport. I mean, for you that come out of state, yeah, because we get well, a lot of out of state. Yeah. Even if we campers. did something downtown in a convention center or something yeah. like that, it's uh, yeah. But yeah, we'll uh, we're gonna we're gonna do something something along those lines soon. It's been, I mean, it's like everything else. I mean, this this whole complex has been in our in our minds, and it's getting complete. And we got to put that to rest, and then we can move on to the next level and mm-hmm. and and continue to do certain things I'm, I'm at the point where i just want to do things i absolutely enjoy mm. amen and that's that. it you know amen. and uh aaron bray oh. yeah aaron so. bray says coaches clinic's a good idea good there's another oh, do you know bray, bray? do you know yeah oh, you yeah. know bray from yeah. table yeah, yeah there's another good baseball dude in the city i mean we got and he's he's not even part of our organization you know what i mean it's, yeah, it's, it's we're so territorial with so much stuff yeah you know not you know and then there's other Aaron's people the best, Maddox, aaron bray i mean i can you know mike hennessy i mean i can go down the you know down the list and i know i left out a bunch of people right there but you know there's good people in different places in the city that do the right things for the kids yep. research and, and find them right and then Parents and then on the other them. side then there's just tools that do it for selfish purposes and for, that, uh, that list that list is probably bigger than you know so tools man. bigger than this guy hey that's the man he's really not that tall he's on a platform <laughs> he, you're actually he really wasn't that tall he wasn't no 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 he wasn't he was like six foot Okay. Yeah, he wasn't uh, six foot in nineteen ten. That's big. Well, that was yeah. big then. Yeah, his hands yeah. look big though. Yeah, he's got bangs sticking out. Yeah, no, that's that that's uh, that's the man. So, all right, everybody, well, we appreciate it, Trent. Thank you, my brother. Yeah. Okay, Ray, special Andrew, um, Architect Sports. We talked about Architect Sports, Blast Motion, EA Sports um, Fields. Yep, EA EA Sports Fields and Alley Fiber. Go find the stretch lady. Go find her. All right, everybody. Peace out. We'll see you next week. Peace.